Welcome to the My Life Platform Podcast. You'll be hearing from speaker Mark Delaney, founder of The Purpose Mastermind. This podcast is all about giving you the encouragement and perspective that you need to win at work and at home. Dad, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I love that last phrase about winning at work and at home. We can have both. We don't have to choose one or the other. Yeah, that's so so good because I don't know if it's a generational thing or just a people thing, but I mean, it, it feels like oftentimes you, you almost have to choose one. And I feel that with me and people my age, that's kind of a tension that we face. In fact, I think a lot of people my age, it's why so many of us decide maybe to not get married or not get married yet. Like I'll figure out relationships later until after I get a master's degree after I get a job, you know, because I got to figure out work first. And then once that's figured out, you know, I as if that. relationships will somehow hold us back in life from our best ventures, that relationships will hold me back. A marriage, for instance, will hold me back from my greatest career achievements. I, I laugh at this and uh, Adina and I just had premarital counseling last night with a couple, and we encouraged them because they feel this tension. They even have people that will that will say to them, you know, you're so young. Don't you want to experience more of life? Don't you want to, and almost as if, if you choose relationship and love, you are, you are eliminating um, career success as an opportunity. Oh, you're you're a lover, so you'll never be a fighter. <laughs> you're a lover, so you'll never make a difference. Like, oh, you're just that's cute. You're in love, so you're not really going to be a difference maker in the world. I laugh at that. I absolutely laugh at that. I I, I still believe it's always been true, and and it is today that that marriage for many people might be the the best thing they could do for career advancement. I'll say it again for many people. Marriage is the best thing they can do for career advancement. Because what is required for someone to become effective in a spouse relationship will make them more effective at everything else they do. Oftentimes, what hampers all of us in life is things like selfishness. And I think of the average guy, I'll just speak for me as a man, Marriage helped me lose large doses of selfishness. Marriage helped. Marriage moved me forward. It moved me forward in ways that I would have not have moved. Uh, marriage is somewhat similar to a boot camp, where you put yourself into this crucible of change and life development. Oftentimes, I believe this with all my heart, that what is best for someone's career could be getting married. And so we encouraged this young couple last night because there are so many people that that almost scoff at people who are so small-minded as to fall in love. I just want to boldly say to every listener that the greatest human experience is still the giving and receiving of love. The greatest human experience is not the giving and receiving of awards. It's not the the receiving of a job title. It's not even the going to some great place like the Eiffel Tower 
The greatest human experience is the giving and receiving of great love. And what's awesome is we don't have to choose whether or not to have career success or great love. We can absolutely have both. The question is, what do you put first? If you put the wrong thing in first place, then you might lose both. But you put the right thing in first place, you can have both. Do you happen to remember what you told me whenever I was dating and I kind of felt this same tension and there was like a, there was a statement you made about your spouse and your calling. Do you ever remember what you told me? I could make up some stuff. Quite frankly, whenever someone like my wife says, do you remember uh, if a sentence beginning with, do you remember? My answer is usually no. <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell so you. So I'll let you say it. Yeah, I've never forgotten this, and I've told this to many people. I feel like this summarizes it so well. Where, And I think this especially speaks to driven people, you know, who feel like they have a calling, something to do, right? Remember you told me that your spouse is not separate from your calling. Your spouse is a part of your calling. Would you mind to talk a little so, more about that? So true. Absolutely true. I, we tell people when we talk about prioritizing your life for leaving a legacy, if you get the right things in first place, it blesses the rest. If you get the wrong thing in first place, it curses the rest. How you prioritize your life. When a man prioritizes his wife above his career, the career wins. The career wins because what what is required of a man to be faithful, loving, be able to communicate and understand his wife is going to make him more effective at everything else he does, certainly career. So the good news is, yes, career wins, but not at the expense of his marriage. Because the the marriage is a non-negotiable. That position, you don't want to change or lose that position. So I I couldn't encourage a young guy like you at all. Here's what I would say. In in our American culture, we we really boost people up for being driven. As if that is the the life goal is to be a driven person. And if you're not driven, you're kind of like, well, you're not driven. Maybe you should get married. Go pick some flowers. You know, take a walk. You're not a driven person. The reality is this. If it is more likely that in our human drive, we will destroy ourselves than it is likely than our inner human drive will arrive at a destination we actually want to arrive at. Marriage purifies our drive. Marriage balances out our drive. So I, I, I just, I can't encourage, especially young people enough with that thought, that marriage is not going to hold you back. Marriage will restrain you, and which doesn't sound like a good thought. Well, let me finish. It restrains you from the worst of you. It restrains you from your passions and your drives that would end up driving you to places you don't want to go. So the way that marriage constrains you, although it doesn't always feel good, it's actually protecting you. 
And it's actually preparing you for every other thing in life. Okay, so I have another question. Uh, This might be more relevant to parents of teenagers, maybe even parents of college students, I would say, too. Or maybe for anyone who is in high school or, or, or college themselves, which is I feel like there are a number of people who, especially in high school, this idea that dating is a distraction. And I, I realize there are a lot of reasons we get into this. I don't know what you think is relevant, but like I remember being around a lot of friends when I was in high school where it's the the idea is that dating's a distraction. You can't date until you're this age. Or even if you do date, it's only this. And you're about to go off to college anyway. And some of that logic I understand. But I feel like some of the people I've been around, dating was talked about as something that was a distraction. It was something that's like, well, I guess if you have to, we'll allow you to date a little bit. But only in a certain way. And this isn't what's important right now. And... So then when you when you fast forward a little bit, then you have people who are having a hard time figuring out why why would I be dating? In fact, I have a friend who he still mentally struggles with the idea of dating even though he is a college graduate because he still feels that narrative from when he was in high school about dating as a distraction. So I'm kind of curious like for whether parents of people in high school or people who are in high school themselves and maybe even in college like how like how would you advise looking at relationships and dating like how do we teach it in such a way where we're still careful about it but we're still producing a good foundation for valuing marriage in the future does that make sense yeah it really does and my heart goes in so many directions at that question uh I'll, first of all just say the first thing i thought of was hamburgers <laughs> okay if a child is 6 months old a hamburger is a huge distraction and a huge problem. When the child's old enough, a hamburger is a wonderful thing. You know, when is the human ready to handle the implications of a hamburger in their hand? When is the human prepared for all that's entailed with, with dating? And there's not one quick answer to it, but I see what you're saying. What you're basically saying is we can try to drill into our young people that we, we, we really would rather they not date because it takes away some complications. Right. That's yep. what we would like. Uh, I would say this, and it's, and I think it is true that when you're a young person, it's very difficult to navigate all that dating is. I think as parents, instead of putting up this, uh, almost putting like a shock collar on our kids, don't date, or this bad thing's going to happen, or putting up an electric fence in the yard, like dating is, if you if you date, that, that something bad's going to happen. I think what we do, and what we should do instead, is help uh, our kids understand and be prepared for what dating is. Help them understand What's involved in in having ownership, personal ownership of this relationship you're going to walk into? I think that, and dating is just one example of this, but I think many things in life, the impulse as parents is to simply try to get our kids not to do something until it's time, instead of preparing them for when that comes. 
you can take this to different topics like like drinking alcohol. Do you just, you know, maybe you don't want your kid to get involved with alcohol. Do you just put up a, a giant fence and this giant rule? Don't ever drink. <laughs> or do you have conversation where you prepare your child with conversations about why do people drink? What are the dangers of drinking? What do you think drinking would do for you? Why do you think that person over there has a drinking problem? How do you see it impacting their life? So preparing young people for the dating arena is the answer for us as parents. It's not to just put up a boundary line of dating is bad, dating will distract you, uh, you can't live your best life if you date, and then you have a child that is grown up and now they're 22, 24, 26. And they're like, well, dating is somehow going to hold me back from my best life. That's really good and really helpful. So here's a question from like maybe the other side now. So let's say, you know, we're married, but we, we feel restrained, but it doesn't feel like we're being restrained from the worst of us. It it just right now, it, it feels like we are just flat out restrained. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel good. We don't see the positiveness of, of that. It just feels like we are so opposite from each other. There's a lot of tension. We don't get along. Um, what would you say if that, if that's us? I would say to a young couple that's feeling that way, that this could be the greatest opportunity of their life. I was just uh, playing Frisbee golf the other day. And on that golf course was this young couple. They were 22 years old, I later found. I ran into them in a different part of the course, and I just asked them, what's your story? And they told me their story. They're both 22, and they have these jobs, and they're engaged to be married. And I asked them a question. And I had seen them golf, play Frisbee golf that day from a distance, and they weren't very good. I asked them, how many bad throws have you had? since you've been playing today and they laughed and they said, Oh my goodness. Well, how many have we thrown? (laughs) They threw a lot of bad ones. And I said, but he's still having fun together. And they said, Oh yeah, it's great. Mm. I said, that is what marriage can be like Mm. that when you get married, you're not, you're not really a, a, a good husband or a good wife. You may want to be, But just like learning how to throw a Frisbee or learning how to golf or learning how to do any new skill, you're going to have some bad throws. You're going to miss the target. You're not going to achieve what you wanted to achieve. Allowing yourself the grace to laugh through the the missed throws is what you have to allow yourself to do. But we don't tend to do that in marriage. When we learn a sport, we'll go out and play, and when things go bad, we laugh at it. We laugh with each other. We might say, you know what, I need to fix that. But we go in the woods and find the ball, and we're excited that we find the ball, and we keep playing the game and enjoying it together. If we're running a business, we come across obstacles, we make mistakes, and we think to ourselves, you know what, we need to change this so we can get our sales back where we want it. But in marriage, we say, oh my gosh, this problem, like this is bad. Is this going to be forever? Why is this here? This problem shouldn't be here. And actually, the problem is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. 
And we'll get into that, I believe, in our next episode with how to turn problems into opportunities, especially with family. But a young couple that feels like, man, this marriage thing is not working. I would say this. It's very, it's very similar to going to the gym to work out. When you first start, you're like, well, this isn't comfortable. This isn't working for me. Here's the deal. Marriage will work on you before it works for you. If you'll allow marriage to work on you, meaning work on your selfishness, work on your mindset, then it'll absolutely work for you. Here's the vows of marriage that we tell every couple that we walk through with premarital counseling. When you get married, what you are saying to each other is, I will change. I will grow. I will learn how to love you. And for every couple in the first two to three years of marriage, there's a number of speed bumps where you simply need to learn how to love each other better. You need to understand um, the changes you need to personally make. And they can just they can just be speed bumps. And we can move on better and stronger because of it. So that's what I would say to a young couple that feels like, oh, this marriage thing is not working. I would say this. It needs to work. You need to let it work on you. And if you let it work on you, it will work for you. It will absolutely work for you if you let it work on you. If there's a young couple out there, quite frankly, even a couple that's not so young, and you feel like you've come to this place where you just can't navigate through this situation or through this problem, this is, a, this, this is one reason why we do what we do. Just recently, a, a man reached out to me. He had made a huge mistake in his marriage, and he reached out to me, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to talk about your marriage with you, but I'm going to take you through the Purpose Mastermind. And there's a lot of stories to be told in this. I would just say this. If you come to a place in your marriage where you feel like there's more frustration than there is life, reach out and have a conversation with someone. You might just be one conversation away from making a shift that'll turn your marriage from lifelessness and frustration into life and powerful engagement together. You know, it makes me wonder how often those problems we have are, is not actually the, the real problem, that it's, maybe it's something deeper that's just about purpose in general. So it makes you think about how, you know, going through the purpose mastermind as a couple, which is, I know, something else that people can do. And I would imagine regardless of what tension they're facing or how opposite they feel, whatever's going on, that going through the purpose mastermind as a couple, I mean, would you say could be a great next step for them it's to do? It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible what happens in people when they go through that process. And... I couldn't emphasize it enough. I'm glad you mentioned that because oftentimes what happens in life is we face these obstacles and these problems, but we fail to get to the root of the problem. We just get angry at the fruit of the problem and time and time and time again, what people do with their marriage is marriage gets blamed for everything. 
And really the reason the marriage is going sideways is because the two individuals that are married have something sideways in their personal life, which causes the marriage to turn sideways. And then they simply respond and say, well, it's this marriage that's holding me back. My marriage is my problem, but it's not. It's the personal things inside of them that the marriage exposes that causes people to say, well, it's my marriage that is my issue, but it's really the stuff in the individual that needs to get dealt with. And so I'm glad you mentioned that. I love walking couples through the purpose mastermind. It's not about marriage, but it blows me away at how much it helps people gain a more powerful marriage because the two people in the marriage change. And I can say, having gone through the couple's purpose mastermind, it's it's really special to see a couple, you know, although figuring out what purpose looks like for them, sort of as individuals, I don't know how you would word it, but at the end, I know kind of as individuals, there's some uniqueness, but still the couple together getting to go through that process and and how much of a game changer that can be. Yeah, without a doubt. And I, I want to I want to encourage anyone. Our website is markdelaney.me. You'll see a link to the Purpose Mastermind, and I I could not encourage you more. It, it's not counseling. The, the couples that I most recommend this process for are people that want to make a difference with their life. If you want to make a difference with your life, you take your impact seriously. You want to live on purpose and not just by chance. That's exactly why this exists. And the conversations we have in this process are so engaging. They're so life-giving. They're so inspiring. And so I couldn't encourage you more. If, if you're a couple out there that you go through this process together, you'll be blown away at how much it helps you as a couple, but also it, has, how it will help you as an individual to live your how to live your best life. So any other last thoughts about anything we've talked about today about, you know, what the false tension between winning at work and having a, you know, great marriage or about how to deal with some of the tension we feel the oppositeness. Any of the last thoughts you have? Marriage may be the greatest thing you can do for your life. It will put you into this crucible for change that will make you more prepared and be more protected and more powerful for every life venture there. It's without a doubt. It may be the greatest thing that you could do for your life is get married. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this episode of the, my life platform podcast. And again, you you can go to markdelaney.me to find the Purpose Mastermind. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode.